Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. You know, collagen is very interesting. So, you know, there was a study out there that they had actually taken about 80 athletes on either side. So about 80 taking whey, 80 taking collagen and over, well, 80 total, sorry, 40 on each side. And over an eight month period, what they found is those taking whey protein gained between 40 and 60% in mass, but less than four to 6% in strength. On collagen, it was almost exactly the opposite. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. Hey, I got to let you guys know, I'm excited about the partnership that I've uh, created with Frog Fuel. So Frog Fuel is a protein-based company. It's a super protein. And what it is, I'm just going to simplify it and explain it, is collagen, which is the predominant protein that's in animals and in people. So collagen protein has a unique amino acid profile and it is the most critical building block of structural supporting and connective tissues in the body. And so from the day you are born until the day you die, your body is continually breaking down and replacing proteins. Frog fuel is a fast absorbing form of collagen protein that is fortified with amino acids. That means your body will absorb this within 15 minutes. And it comes in little small packs where you don't have to have a blender, you don't have to shake it till you till you make it type of protein mix. Your body absorbs it. 
and it does that in a very efficient way. So if you're looking to up your game, whether it's repairing, recovering, or strengthening your muscles, Frog Fuel is the way to go. So you can, you can get you some at frogfuel.com, and please use Shark Effect 20 to be able to get 20% off your first order. So today I got two pretty cool people as a guest on the Shark Effect. Um, I've already met one of them. The other one, I've heard lots of stuff about him, and I'm just happy to, you know, to have him on. Um, Aaron, Aaron Sari. Sari, did I say that right, Aaron? Sorry, like I'm sorry. Sorry, like yeah, I'm sorry. It's great, okay. It's a great name. I know that word. It was a good military name. I used to be Captain Sorry. It's like a oh. failed superhero. <laughs> and then we got Alex Coons. Coons, did I say that right, Alex? That's right, yep. All right, all right, sweet. Okay, two for two. Um, but, you know, they're going to tell a little bit about themselves, you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, water it down, but I know they got some, some, some good information for you guys, but I want you guys to get to know them, my guests. Um, Alex, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing now? Yeah, so uh, former, former United States Navy SEAL. Uh, I was in the SEAL teams for about 10 years. Um, I left, uh, I actually left pre 9-11. Um, and at that time, I rolled right into uh, information technology. So I was, you know, doing everything from building network operation centers to cybersecurity. I did that. Uh, I remember that day distinctly because we were sitting in an operations center and then 9-11 happened. Um, so I didn't go back into active duty, but I went and worked for, uh, did some contract work for OGA for about close to three years, um, starting about 2014 to 2016. And, you know, contemplated continuing to do that work, but ultimately I realized that if I was going to establish myself in a new career, I needed to commit to doing that. And, you know, on top of that, I had just separated with my ex at the time and I had a son. So um, I had taken full custody of my son at that time. So I obviously had to make a decision to be available for him. So I stopped contracting work, uh, went to uh, work for Semper Energy, um, started as a contractor there. And then within a few years was managing their whole uh, cybersecurity program for their whole international business. And did that for about six years. And at the same time I was doing that, I helped my brother and sister. We started a, a high fashion clothing line out of New York. Um, I was also working at a mergers and acquisition firm as their senior vice president of strategic planning, which was acquisitions, building global companies and stuff like that. Hold on, hold, then, hold on, hold on, hold on. You yeah. went from Navy SEAL to now you on the red carpet or <laughs> designing, designing clothes. Yeah. So I didn't, my sister was the designer. My okay. brother, my brother just graduated from U of A with his MBA. So he was running the business, but you know, in reality, my brother just graduated. So he didn't have a lot of corporate experience or even technology experience. So it was just kind of a natural fit. We all kind of fit gotcha. like, you know, we filled little voids here and there. Um, but I, you know, I, I kind of, I rolled out of that business because I culturally, I just kind of really, I love what the, I love the clothing line, but I just don't like the, um, the kind of culture around fashion, right. It's just very, uh, it's just not my scene, right. It's gotcha. just yeah. types of 
people you're working with and stuff. I wanted to be more real with people and I just felt like I wasn't getting up there. Um, so I did the, and then I worked for a merger and acquisition firm for a couple of years. So I was responsible for acquiring different companies, technology, building out a global portfolio of companies. Um, and then fast forward about a year, I decided I wanted to start my own venture and Believe it or not, while I was in the SEAL team, um, the co-founder, Jeff Byers, and I were actually in a platoon together, and we had always had this idea of starting a supplement company. And a lot of that is really just driven by the fact that, you know, it's kind of interesting. Jeff and I were friends, but I would say that our friendship was a little bit contentious when we were in the teams, because not only are you very competitive, but Jeff and I were very competitive with one another. So, you know, for us, we were the two guys in a platoon try and always one up each other. And so, you know, when you think about that type of environment, the physical stress and the mental stress, you can only imagine that, you know, folks operating in that type of environment are, are really avid consumers, the best supplements money can buy, right? Because we're always looking for that competitive edge, whether that's mental or physical. And I think what we realized during that time was it, it was just kind of this natural curve, so to say, that we, we would spend all this money on these different supplements, we would get bigger, we would get stronger, but then all of a sudden we get injured because um, our, you know, we realized that we were taking on board these supplements and then we were basically exceeding our body's ability to be able to support that muscle mass and that strength. And so you tear a ligament, tear a tendon or something. And it just happened throughout our whole career. And so Jeff and I always had this vision dating back to the SEAL teams to actually create if possible, create a protein supplement that actually first and foremost provided full body benefit. So strengthen your bones, strengthen your connective tissue in a dealing, in addition to building lean muscle mass. So now you fast forward, Jeff and I um, met again in Afghanistan. So when we were working for OGA, um, we met, uh, met back there. So we were both contracting at the same time. He continued to contract. I had just, um, you know, I was, managing a large department at Semper Energy. And I decided that I you know, wanted to create my own company. So I reached out to Jeff and said, hey, you know, let's, let's move this thing forward. So we did. Um, so we spent about the better part of about a year just researching protein molecules. Um, we, were, we were looking at all the different scientific studies in the United States. We were looking at the studies that were being done all over the world. And there was something very interesting that we saw and what we noticed was that a lot of the studies on sports nutrition really focused on one specific protein molecule in the United States, which, which was whey protein. Mm -hmm. When you looked at a lot of the studies in Germany, Switzerland, Sweden, whey was not a very predominant sub, you know, uh, protein molecule they were testing over there. They were testing things like collagen and vegetable proteins. And they had all these tremendous studies about, you know, how collagen uh, they were using collagen for macular degeneration, it, you know, somebody whose rods and cones in their eyes are dying and the collagen actually regenerated their eyes, um, how they were able actually, actually able to regenerate a knee joint. And so, you know, so what Jeff and I quickly realized was that collagen was the protein we needed. But, you know, if you step back about seven years, nobody was really making collagen. Nobody knew what collagen was. So how, for us, how do you even make collagen? Like, where do you get that from? So the collagen comes from grass-fed beef, 
Um, so it, it, it can, you know, it can come from a variety of different sources. It can come from, uh, if you've ever seen like bone, uh, bone collagen, there's, uh, they can use connective tissue, skin, or even in some cases, uh, um, like the meat itself, but that's not the meat itself is not a high source of collagen. Really. You're looking at connective tissue, skin and, um, bone, but you know, the thing that we didn't want to do is we did not want to use bone tissue because bone tissue can transmit disease states. So I don't know if you remember years ago, the mad cow outbreak happened. Oh yeah. Yep. And so the problem with bone is that if that cow had bovine spongiform, uh, you know, BSE, um, which is mad cow disease, that if you process those bones, you can actually transmit those disease states to humans and they're virtually indetectable. So we didn't want to take the chance of, you know, creating some type of product where we, we could transmit disease states. So we actually chose to use the skin and connective tissue for our source of collagen, but here in the United States, you know, you either purchase collagen from overseas, from China or some other country that made it, or you had to figure out how to make your own. And since, because it was so new, um, we actually had to figure out how to make it economical, right? Because a lot of these studies, they were investing millions and millions of dollars into producing this collagen that was used for one study. So it was not really economically viable. So when we figured out what we wanted, is our source of collagen, we also had to look at like the amino acid structure and whether or not we thought that that amino acid structure would actually provide the benefits we thought it would. Um, so when we got to that point, Jeff and I basically outlined, you know, a set of four requirements for our product. And we went out and we hired a chemist from Stanford and said, this is what we wanted a product. Can you help us make it? And so research, you know, research took about a year, um, developing our first formula took about a year. Um, and then it took about another six months to actually get the flavor to a point that, you know, people would like it. Um, so we, so, um, what's different about us is we're the, one of the only, uh, collagens on the market that is a complete protein, meaning we contain all the essential, non-essential, conditionally essential aminos. Um, and we make our own collagen here in the United States. We don't source it from another manufacturer in a foreign country. Um, and, you know, when we started the, the company, it's a little interesting story. Jeff and I really didn't have the capital to start it. So we partnered with a couple individuals that on the met who had medical sales experience. And Jeff and I felt like we could run a human performance retail brand. So we actually started as two separate companies. They, they used half the for, they used the same formula for a medical product. We use the same formula for a human performance product. And largely that's because, you know, the benefits of collagen are so profound that it's very difficult to create one brand and market toward a medical professional. And then also market toward somebody who cares about living a healthy, active lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So we decided to separate the brands. And then about three years into business, we actually decided to just acquire the whole other side of the business and consolidate them into Opti Labs. So now you have Opti Labs, two brands, Protegold, which is our medical health and wellness brand, and then Frog Fuel, which is our human performance and active lifestyle brand. That's so cool. I, I want to get deeper into that because... I've been using it and I can tell a difference. And I'm, you know, for my former 
former life, you know, playing professional football. So I'm kind of like, like the, the same thing that you've been talking about, Alex, is how can I get that edge? And so I've been taking proteins, man, since the early 90s, yeah. <laughs> once my mom said that I could. <laughs> so, uh, but I want to talk a little bit more about that. But um, Aaron, I want you to talk a little bit about, you know, your role, how did you get involved with uh, Frog Fuel or Optu, Optu Labs? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so... Um, you know, I also have a military background, uh, like Alex, you know, I went to West Point, I was an officer in the army, I, you know, uh, worked in Iraq, Afghanistan, um, did all that. And then I got, after I left the army, after about six years or so, um, I went straight into working in startups in, uh, Silicon Valley. Um, generally I've been like the first hire at startups, like helping them grow. And so when I found out two labs, um, I was outside of those startups running my own uh, marketing agency um, as a consultant, you know, um, like where, you know, where I sat is being a, a fractional CMO, um, you know, chief marketing officer or, you know, CMO on demand, you know, whatever I like to call it, um, which is, you know, something like a, um, you know, just like you have a lawyer that you go talk to sometimes to like review a contract, right? You talk to someone like me to help you point your marketing dollars in the right direction. So they actually make you more money. So that's how I started working with the company, you know, about three and a half years ago. Um, as their, you know, chief marketing officer, um, you know, and then, you know, since then we've grown a bunch, you know, and like, you know, I, I joined the company full-time soon after, um, you know, cause we were just growing so fast, you know, so, so my role, you know, as, uh, the chief marketing officer or, you know, head growth, you know, whatever we want to call it, but is to, you know, profitably grow the company, you know, so we don't waste money on the wrong things. Um, and, and big picture, just get, get our message out there of, of like the, the, the benefits of our products, um, you know, so uh, in the marketing world, for example, you know, it's, it's, it's really easy in today's world to, to, uh, to lie to people or to, you know, stretch the truth a little bit, you know, or to just focus on brand say like, Hey, look at how cool our packaging is. You should buy it. You know, look, we just paid off a celebrity, like you should buy it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the unique thing about us is we have an amazing product and everything that we say is backed up by clinical studies. Um, it's because we were a medical brand first. And so from the marketing side, I don't have that's to That's powerful, up, by the way. That's, that's it, it, clinical it's studies. It's unique. You know, it's unique, especially in the supplement space, you know, because uh, in the supplement space, you really, there's, there's almost no oversight, you know, um, you know, you look at like a supplement, go look at, go look at the, the label. And on the back, if it says supplement facts, you'll see a little disclaimer that says, you know, the FDA basically hasn't approved or disapproved any of the messages we're saying. So we can say whatever we want. That's basically what that little disclaimer is on anything that has supplement label. Mm. Um, whereas us, we, we started as a medical product first. So what that means is we have to, to be able to be in the 4,000 plus hospitals and medical facilities that we're in right now, we have to back up every claim that we make with a clinical study some kind of medical study that proves that like what we're saying is, is true, not because we said it, but because someone else that has more expertise in testing actually said it. And that's where we started. And so when we fold that into our human performance brand for frog fuel, it's all the exact same benefits, you know? Um, and like how many supplement brands that, that like we see out there on their website with their claims, do they have, you know, Hey, here's the clinical study that proves that like, our product heals 
heals you two times faster, you know, like our, our site does, you know, um, you know, how many people, you know, have, have their study on there that shows like, Hey, our product digests four times faster than whey protein, you know, like I could, like, I can say these things and I could not back them up, but like we back all those things up. And so like the interesting things, like in my role is that when you have a great product that actually solves all these problems for people and a great brand, it makes it a lot easier because like my job's not to like wrangle this thing into some, into an idea that people will buy. It's to just say it louder so that everyone hears it. Right. Mm, You know, get it into like people like, people like your hands, um, you know, Alex, where like you've been taking proteins your whole life and you start taking protein like ours and you're like, why is this different? You know? And it's a quality thing, you know? And that's, Mm. that's, that's, you know, the role that I have in the company is just to be gas on the fire that Alex and Jeff created, you know, um, you know, back in 2014, you know, Mm. man, that's, that's something. Thank you. Um, so Alex, I want to talk a little bit about, because I have a lot of people who listen who are entrepreneurs. And so I like to, to talk to different entrepreneurs and like, man, they all have a story of like, what, what was that crossroad? What was that thing that they saw or that that was missing? And it's like, man, we need to, I think I can build this or I can put together a team that can make this better or that can, that can, you know, help me in different areas. What was that time or that moment for you? Was it a moment, like one, one particular time, or was it something that just over time, you just kept, you kept, you know, it kept itching at you? Well, for, for me, I think it was a little bit of both, right? Because when I, when I stepped out of the military, I, I didn't have the skills to be successful from an entrepreneurial perspective, right? So a lot of things, you, you know, I learned a lot about leadership. And, you know, obviously how to manage budgets and how to manage responsibility, take accountability, have integrity, um, things like that, that are very important um, as an entrepreneur running a company. But what I didn't have were the hard skills, um, you know, managing a budget. And it just so happened, you know, when I stepped out, it was very interesting. My first job was in information technology. And I, you know, my first job was actually building the brand new Army or Navy Marine Corps Internet. So we took their old legacy system and we built out data centers and we deployed three to 400,000 new computers. So I had to learn everything about computers, you know, not just how do you turn on a computer, but how do you build routing infrastructure, switching infrastructure? How do you build, you know, the cybersecurity? How do you build a network operations center so you can monitor all your endpoints? So I was fast-tracked, accelerated into the information technology world. And then coincidentally through my career, you know, I just, I, you know, interesting story, so how I got involved with this mergers and acquisitions firm was kind of interesting. I was actually, I actually had developed a pitch deck for a technology company and um, a friend of mine who had just sold his company, just bought this big yacht, you know, 60 foot Tierra boat. And, and he wanted to take me out to Catalina Island in California. So we went out to Catalina Island and, and the way the moorings work out there is that all the moorings it's first come first serve. So there was one left. Hold on, you said mooring? Uh, mooring, where you tie your boat to. Okay. Yeah, floating moorings. And it was kind of funny um, because as we're pulling up, there's a sailboat on one side and there's this big 80-foot pristine yacht on the other. And 
on the top of the yacht, there's this, you know, elderly guy, he's got this cloth out and he's wiping down all the chrome on it. So you, you can tell he's very particular about his boat. Uh-huh. Well, as we're pulling up, he's screaming at us, right? He doesn't want us to hit his boat, do this, do that, go tie on that side. And what he's telling us to do is completely the opposite. Cause you know, when you're in moorings, you want to everybody tying on the same side. So that way, if the wind blows, everybody's swinging with equal distance, right? So you're not hitting another boat. And so, you know, my buddy was, you know, obviously kind of listening to him and we were having a hard time mooring. And finally I said, you know, I said, friend's name's Abram. I said, Abram, I said, listen, man, you know how to drive a boat. Don't listen to this guy. Just park the boat. And I turned around, looked at this guy and I said, excuse me, sir, we don't need your help. We know how to park a boat. And so he storms off. Well, the next morning I'm up at five o'clock doing a little workout, drinking some coffee. And this guy comes out and says, Hey, you know, can I talk to you? And I said, sure. And he said, yeah, Hey, first off, I just want to say, I apologize. You're right. I was wrong. And we get to talking, come to find out he's the former CEO of Westinghouse. Um, oh. And he runs, uh, yeah. So former CEO of Westinghouse uh, Electric. And he had this, you know, large, M&A firm where he invests in companies. And so we said, hey, you know, why don't you come up and pitch me on your, your technology idea? I'd be interested in funding it. Um, so I, I drove up to um, Los Angeles and met him in his office. And one thing led to another and eventually said, hey, I love your idea for a technology company, but I didn't bring you up here to invest in your company. I, I brought you up here to hire you to run my mergers and acquisition firm. Have you ever done a science experiment like back in the day in high school. Well, one science experiment I did, I, I remember this like, like it was yesterday, but we took a swab of different parts of the school. Some kids did the bottom of the shoe. Some kids did like in the bathroom. Other kids did like the, uh, the handles of doors. Well, I remember doing one of the drinking fountain, like right where the water comes out. So I did that, put it on the Petri dish, and then you let it uh, kind of grow. And after a couple of days, like it was disgusting. And that was the last day that I was drinking, that I ever drunk out of a, a drinking fountain. Because it, it, was, it, was it was disgusting. So I'm saying that because I found something better. UV Bright. UV Bright is a smart water bottle that purifies water on the go. And it uses UVC lead technology that's built right into the cap. So you got water purification, self-cleaning, touch sensor. It's waterproof and insulated. And you can take it on the go anywhere. I mean, golf course, camping, athletic events. And all you got to do is find water from any source that it's, you know, make sure that the water is clear. You tap on the top to activate the UV Bright's UVC purification technology. You wait 90 to 180 seconds, and bam, you got clean drinking water. It changes the game. And here's the cool thing. It's not that expensive. For a 20-ounce 20, 20 bottle, it costs $60. And for the smaller, it's called the Go Bottle. It's 18.6 ounces. That's $40. But here's the extra cool thing. If you use Shark Effect 15, you get 15% off. How about that? Yes. 
you're welcome. Go get you one. All you got to do is go to uv-bright.com. So, wow. so he gave me a job. Yeah, pretty funny. Gave me a job on the spot. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't have the experience. But what I did, with the experience I did get from working with these individuals, you could never replace and you can never learn in school. I mean, these, you know, my perspective of a large business was this at that time. These guys are operating at this scale. Global. And, Global, global. I mean, and, and it was just, it was amazing to have a mentor like that to really teach me, you know, the real, real perspective of what a global business is and the amount of work and a lot of effort and the, the amount of moving parts, and the regulations that, you know, you have to learn to be successful there. So, you know, I had that. So it was great. So what I'm leading to here is that over the course, I just started picking up these skill sets. And what I realized you know, when I worked at Semper Energy, I moved up and, you know, I was managing 400 people. I had a $30 million budget. So I, what I, you know, I started, so I started learning budget responsibility, how to, how to manage the books, how to hit performance goals. And over time, what happened is I realized all these little pieces were just kind of falling into place to give me that skill set. And so really I got to the point where I just said, Hey, I don't really have an excuse to not run my own venture. Now I have the skills that are necessary to be successful. So it was really about just taking that first step. So for me, I, I came to the conclusion that I had the skills I needed and now was the time to take a risk. Man, that's such an interesting story. And I just want to just tap into one thing mm -hmm. is what if during that boat trip and this older gentleman is yelling at you, cussing at you or whatever, I don't know if he was or not, but what if you would have went about that a different way. If you yeah. would have started yelling back at him, cussing at him, do you think you would be in the position you are right now? No, probably not. You know, I, I think to your point, it's, you know, even though it, it was frustrating, right? I was still being, being respectful. And I think the reality is when you look at somebody at his level, somebody that's running a multi-billion dollar corporation, he's probably used to directing people, right? Not, not a lot of people telling him, pushing back. And I think in reality, to your point, the fact that I was being respectful and not being you know, a, a jerk about it is he saw that. And two, the second thing he saw was that he, he had the emotional intelligence to realize, hey, that, I that I'm wrong, I'm not right, and this guy's actually right. And so you know, he was willing to you know, have a conversation about it. I just want to say that is powerful. That is powerful because there's a lot of people that would have got into their emotions. I know the younger me, mm -hmm. I would have, you know, I would have snapped right back. <laughs> and then I would have been wrong, no matter yeah. it, no matter if I was right or not. Yeah. But that situation right there can change the trajectory of people's lives, how you approach Absolutely. situations, how you approach people. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't want that to go by, you know, untouched. Because that's a powerful, you know, that that's a powerful way how to make connections is to, you know, just explain things the right way and not get all tied up into your emotions. Um, right. Aaron, was there a certain time with you, you know, with all your success coming from the from the military and then you doing 
some of the some of the cool things that you're doing. Was there a time that man, like now is the time? Now is the time of, of change that I you know that I need to make, or you know, and was it a mindset or was it a certain relationship that kind of like Alex came across? Did you have that? Yeah, for me, it was uh, you know I, I read even more when I was younger, um, but it, there was a book I read. Um, it was it was you know 2008. So I just graduated from West Point. I was I was it was one or two months before I went on my first deployment to Iraq. I remember it. Um, I read uh, this book, The Four Hour Work Week, by Tim Ferriss. Um, which you know it's it's one of those things that obviously it's it's a it's a marketing title. Um, the book's not about just just working a four hour work week. The book's about lifestyle design. And what that means is, is, is not saying like, oh, I, I want to make a million dollars. You know, I want to be a billionaire, things like that. But instead saying like, what do you actually want to be doing day to day? Like if you woke up in the morning, what, like, what do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be living? You know, what kind of people are around you? What do you want to be eating? What do you want to be wearing? Like, what would be like your perfect day with all those things? You know, for some people, maybe it's like they want to own a Lamborghini for other people. Maybe they want to just be writing a book on the beach, you know? in like Mexico. Um, but he laid this out. And so, so one part was lifestyle design. And the other part was, um, he was talking about the global economy and remote work and how um, we can, you know, like not just tie work to a single location anymore, but because of the internet, we can work with anyone anywhere in the world. Right. And, you know, he wrote this book in 2007 about his experiences in about 2004. Right. And so me coming out of like West Point and being in the military and everything, um, which is obviously a very you need to be working in person kind of a thing, um, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, it was it was a huge paradigm shift. It was like, oh, this this world that I'm living in is way broader and has a lot more opportunities than I thought. And also, most importantly, I can design whatever I want my life to be. And, but what I have to do is choose what I want it to be first. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, after reading that book, you know, I went and did my deployments, I did my army time and everything. Um, but after that, I knew that I wanted to get out of the army instead of staying in longer. Um, because the, the lifestyle that I would have had in the military staying in would not have been the lifestyle that I wanted. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to work in small companies and help things grow. You know, like there's a lot of, joy that I find in like, you know, it's like the idea of like planting a seed, watering it, doing all that, like seeing what comes up from it, you know, as opposed to just like a forest that already exists and you're like maintaining it, you know, that's not as exciting to me. And so I knew from like reading that book that I wanted to be an entrepreneur that I, or, you know, that I wanted to work in like small companies, less than 10 people where I have like a lot of influence and can like, like not only have influence on its growth, but also be held like really accountable for its failures, right? You know, in a big company, it's really hard to hide, you know? Um, or like the military obviously is like, you know, huge and it's really hard, it's really easy to hide, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, what I like about small companies or just being an entrepreneur is you have to take responsibility. Like if you fail, you can't be like, oh, it was that person. Cause like the only thing behind you is a mirror, you know, all you're seeing is yourself. And I really love that because it, it, it forces integrity, you know, it forces us to take ownership. It forces us to not be a victim. And like, it makes things easier. Honestly, like in my mind, it makes like, I'm lazy that way that it's like, I'd rather just take accountability for everything. I'd rather like just blame it all on myself. That's way easier. I don't, I don't make any enemies that way. 
right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that that first experience for me, like reading that book was like uh, a huge mind change, you know, and then working in like as like a first hire in, you know, tiny startups in San Francisco was also pretty mind blowing, you know, most of those didn't work out, you know, so that's like lots of humility, you know, lots of like, you know, there were times I was, I was borrowing money from friends and stuff like that, which like, you know, if you're coming from, you know, like West Point, you know, you're not expecting it, it like that's some pretty heavy humble pie to be like, oh, hey, everyone else that got out, you're making three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, hey, can I borrow two K to pay my rent and my food and my car? Like whatever, um, you know, after like being, you know, an officer in Iraq and Afghanistan. And so like those things were like huge experiences for me. Um, and like it's, you know, it's like learning a ton super quickly too. Cause also the nice thing about working in companies that are that small is like, you don't just have a really narrow scope of responsibility, you know, like you're wearing lots of hats, you know, mm -hmm. um, and you need to help with everything, you know, cause you've got, you know, you're doing something that needs a hundred people, you know, with five people or less. And so everyone needs to do whatever is required. And that's just like a really valuable learning experience that like makes it easier um, to go into like bigger companies or, you know, or work on future projects. Cause like there's, there's humility. It's not like, Oh, Hey, like I used to be, you know, I used to be this in a previous life. So I should be paid this much. And like, I'm not going to do these things and I'm not going to do those things. I'm not going to be down in the trenches digging holes. And like what you realize in these, in these small businesses is like, you've got to be down in the trenches digging holes. And that's the payoff that we get, you know, is like, we get a lot of like responsibility and freedom. Um, and, you know, we get maybe a big payoff later, but like um, we, we, we also can't hide and that's, that's kind of nice, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. So Alex, can you tell me a little bit about like with frog fuel, because it's, it's so cool. It's, it's something different that I, I really, I really have never seen before. And like I said, I've been taking protein supplements for the longest time and now you know i can take this little i can carry it with me i don't got to mix it up in anything no yeah. i don't have to mix it up in water or gatorade or milk or whatever and and i'm lactose intolerant too so i you know this is this is game changing for me and it's like man i wish i could you know I, if i was still playing i would be taking this i'm not playing but i'm taking it because I understand. I still want to look the part. I still want to be healthy. I still don't. I, I don't want to wake up with sore ankles and sore knees. Um, yeah. But is who is this for? Yeah. So I'll I'll kind of go in a little bit about the product too. I think it's 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 really a good education piece for consumers. But you know, it kind of goes to Aaron's earlier point about marketing, right? It, it just we as consumers are are we see constant iteration of the same material and over 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 again. And, and like they say, if you, if you tell a lie a hundred times, it becomes the truth. And essentially it's the same, it's the same analogy. So, you know, I've, I was, believe, I was, you know, taught to believe that to be a stronger, faster person, I need to be bigger. And that was the conventional thinking, right? If you want to hit harder in a football team, you want to be able to punch harder, you need to be 220 pounds or 230 pounds. And that was, that's age old wisdom. Science has proven that different. And especially with collagen and, you know, collagen is very interesting. So, you know, there was a study out there that they had actually taken 
about 80 athletes on either side. So about 80 taking whey, 80 taking collagen and over, well, 80 total, sorry, 40 on each side. And over an eight month period, what they found is those taking whey protein gained between 40 and 60% in mass, but less than four to 6% in strength on collagen. It was almost exactly the opposite. They significantly increased strength and didn't really increase mass. And so initially they didn't understand it, but what they realized was that what collagen, um, collagen does is it strengthens the extracellular matrix. So extracellular matrix is a glue that holds all your cells together in your body. And what happens is it increases elasticity. So the, the, the best analogy I can give without getting into the like deep detailed science that would probably bore you is if you've ever seen, you know, so traditionally the thought is I have to have a bigger muscle to exert more force. But what the study demonstrated was, you know, the perfect um, way to think about it is you ever seen one of those, the dog toys, it's this big plastic rod that holds a tennis ball and it flexes, right? Oh yeah. You just barely wing this thing. And that ball goes like 200 yards. Now. So if you imagine, let's, let's use traditional wisdom here. Let's just use a heavier rod, a steel rod. That's not flexible and try to throw the same ball. It's not going to go as far. Right. And so what, what happens is when a muscle contracts, um, the elasticity of that muscle actually generates force. And so really the contraction of a muscle is a conversion of one force into another, which is an output, right? Being able to push or hit somebody. And when you have more elasticity, you generate significantly more force. And that's why in the study, they've actually shown that these people have gotten significantly stronger. Um, and that's, that's part of it. But the other the other one that we did was a performance study that we just completed uh, about three weeks ago. And what it also showed is because our product is so effective in healing you so quickly. I mean, we are, we are proven for to heal you two times faster and really muscle recovery or recovery from a workout is really a healing process at the end of the day. And because our product was able to heal you so quickly, there was significantly less, if not almost no scar tissue buildup during that healing process with our product. And that was something they found out in the study that they didn't realize until the end. They said, well, gosh, with all these other supplements, there's a lot of scar tissue building up. And what they concluded is because the product helps you heal so quickly that the body doesn't have time to build up scar tissue. And as you know, in, the, in, in sports, build up the scar tissue is a bad thing. I got plenty of scar tissue in my ankles, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, and to use it, um, not just because I, you know, I'm, I, I'm the founder of the company, but for me, you know, I left the military. I had a lot of, I had a lot of different joint pain from carrying heavy loads, running through mountains and forests, carrying, you know, 130 pounds all the time. Uh, I had a sub, you know, sub, sub, submarine operations. I had an accident where I completely separated. So I have no muscle connecting my shoulder to my pack. It's just completely gone. It completely separated. Um, and I had, you know, I had really bad joint impingement. So whenever I'd go to sleep, no matter what position I laid in, my hands would fall asleep. Uh, so you fast forward now five years of taking this product. I'm almost 50 years old and I feel like my per performance is either better or on par from when I was, from when I was 26 years old. So I'm still right now running a sub six minute mile. I can still deadlift 500 pounds, leg press over 800 pounds. 
all my pains have pretty much gone away. My impingement's gone. And I have no other, nothing else to explain that. Um, you know, the only thing that's different in my lifestyle is I've stopped taking all these other supplements, you know, at any given time I was spending two, 300 bucks a month, pre-workout, endurance, post-recovery. The only thing I take now is frog fuel. I take one supplement, don't take any vitamins or anything else. So I have a healthy diet. I take frog fuel and that's it. Wow. Mm. Aaron, yeah. one last thing. So, because this is in hospitals, right? You said for, for people who really can't even eat, is they can be able to take this, I guess, the, uh, the protein. Yeah, the other product, the protein. Yeah, 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 the other so, product. yeah I mean, it's like our stuff works for, for everyone. You know, I don't know if you're going to have video with this, you know, but like these are, uh, you know, single serve packets, you know, that are ready to drink. It's already liquid. You just tear the top off and drink it. Um, and that's, that's one of the reasons that hospitals love it, you know, is they can, they can toss one of those things on a plate you know, and be like, Hey patient, just take this, you know? Um, and the cool thing, you know, there's, man, there's, there's so many benefits here that like, we haven't even got into yet. It's crazy. You know, Alex, you and I talked for like, you know, an hour last time and I, I, I dove super deep with you. And I I remember your face just be like, like, you know, (laughs) like every single time, you know, but like the, the reason, like one of the reasons it's so big in hospitals, so one, it is clinically proven to heal two times faster, right? You know, so you have, we have me right there. That's huge. So right, like, like imagine this. You know, if, like especially like if you're if you're a pro athlete, especially right. It's like if you're injured, you're losing money, you know, or like you're more you're likely to lose money soon because they're going to drop you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like we have we have a bunch of these stories from like our customers and you know doctors have seen it happen where like they 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 went and had a surgery you know, let's say it's a 12 week recovery. They went in at the six week mark and they were fully healed. And the doctor said, what the hell just happened? And the, the, the patient said, I found this stuff on the internet. I've been taking it. You should be giving this to all your patients because <laughs> this healed me, you know? Um, so it's proven to heal two times faster. Um, it digests four times faster than whey protein and why this is important. Um, and you know, the interesting thing is like what we, what we look at when we're looking at supplements, especially protein supplements, is we look at how many grams are in a serving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not the quality of the protein itself that's in the serving, right? So like the best analogy for that is like if I said that like a McDonald's cheeseburger is the exact same quality as a grass-fed, grass-finished Wagyu beef cheeseburger. And I said like if they're both a half pound, they're both exactly the same quality, right? All of us would think that that's insane, but that's the way that we look at proteins right? We look at just how much is on, on a serving to ingest, but if it's low quality protein, which is, you know, a lot of the stuff that's just white labeled out there, they focus on brand, they focus on, you know, things like that. Um, because it's not as digestible, um, as it should be in the end, like what you ingest, you only get like 10%, sometimes less going out into your bloodstream. You know? So what that means is like in that 30 gram protein shake, you get three grams out into your bloodstream, you know? So, mm. so what like, happens to the need- other? just goes to waste, goes to waste, goes to waste. Wow. Just goes to waste. Right. But like, again, this is based on, you know, kind of like what Alex was saying was like, um, this is old science. You know, the people focused on number of grams in number of grams in right. To get benefits. But Mm -hmm. like what we've learned is like one of the reasons you needed so many grams going in is because so much of it went to waste that if you didn't have all that density going in, you wouldn't have got anything. 
you wouldn't have got enough in your bloodstream. And so like now we like we have the science that can show that like, hey, you can do a smaller amount of a higher quality thing. Right. So like now for us, it's like in this one ounce packet that has 15 grams, you know, there's more bioavailable protein than like five of those protein shakes, you know, and, and it's ready to drink. And, you know, if you're lactose intolerant, it doesn't matter. And this is most important. Collagen is already natural to the body. Whey protein is not plant protein is not collagen is the second most abundant thing in our body next to water. Our, our body produces it naturally. Right. And it's what our body already uses to repair everything. You know, not just our muscles, which everyone thinks of with protein, but also our hair, skin and nails. That's why collagen has been marketed so heavily to women lately. Um, but more importantly, like Alex was talking about, our connective tissue, our ligaments, our joints, our tendons, our internal organs, all those things get repaired by it. Um, and what's interesting, though, is our body starts producing less and less collagen from the age of 25, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if aging is just our body breaking down and not being able to repair itself. And if collagen is what our bodies use to repair themselves um, and we're losing more and more over time, then like one of the best ways to keep ourselves feeling young and looking young and being able to like still pick up, you know, like your grandkids when you're 90, you know, is to give your body the tools it needs to repair itself, you know? And that tool is something our bodies already produce. It's collagen, right? So why not give it collagen? give it what it already knows how to use, but give it high quality collagen. And that's the thing that's like hard to figure out because the other thing is like, you can go buy other collagen proteins too. And they'll say similar to the same things that we said, say have on our packets, you know, it'll say hydrolyzed collagen, right? Ours says nano hydrolyzed because ours is actually smaller um, than the pores in your stomach, you know? So that's why none of ours goes to waste. Um, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's still hard to, to compare brands, you know? Um, you know, even if you're looking at collagen proteins, but it's, it's a, it's an amazing, like collagen's just an amazing, uh, product or supplement or compound in your body that like the benefits are insane. And it's crazy to me that no, like more people aren't using this every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always like, you know, whenever I'm talking to people, I, I always tell them like, Hey, you don't have to use our collagen, but you should still be taking collagen every day at least. Yeah. Right. If you want to stay young, use, use someone's collagen use ours because it's the best, it's the best out there. And we have the studies to back it up, you know, but you know, like use it, you'll stay young forever. (laughs) You know, I mean, in theory, you you can't quote me on that. Obviously. No, 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 that was, and and that was one of the things is man taking protein over the years. I used to be able to take it and I was fine. My gut was, was okay. But man, past 10 years, I became lactose intolerant and I still want to stay, you know, on my grind with lifting and, yeah. and running and whatnot. And so I would have to take a lactose pill before taking my, my protein wow. shake. And that was just, you know, the, the, I mean, the more stuff I have to take, the less that I'm going to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. you shouldn't have to take something to counteract the other thing <laughs> that you're taking, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's just like, pretty counterintuitive you know um ideally you take something that's easy enough on your stomach i mean aaron's point about the you know not all proteins are the same is absolutely true i mean we have there's we have every couple weeks or every week sometimes some patient uh, some or some customer with a medical indication that has been prescribed different things different treatment protocols nothing works and they take our product I got one story in particular. So I, I, I actually jump on the phone system occasionally. And I happened to get a call from this lady 
she was a diabetic and she had open wounds, some about the size of her hand on her leg. You know, like you're, you're talking about these all over her legs, her ankle, her feet. I mean, some of these wounds were half an inch to an inch deep. So every three days of her life for the past three years, she would have to go to a wound care facility. They would unwrap her legs, debraze them, clean them out and everything and rewrap her legs, but nothing was healing. And in that particular case, that wound care facility said, hey, just go take protein. And so she was taking protein for three years, but now you fast forward three years, now she's in debt. She's, she had to leverage her home to actually be able to afford the medical care. She's not healing, her, her lifestyle's impacted. She happened at a desperation. She found our product online, started taking it. Within three months, 90% of the wounds in her legs healed up. Wow. So you can, you can imagine hearing a story like that online, how much it oh. you know, affects you emotionally. I mean, just to hear how, how you've got somebody who, who can't live a normal lifestyle, who's basically suffering. And, and from their perspective, nothing's working. And then all of a sudden to come across some product that's actually healed her and restored her life again. Mm. I mean, pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing, yeah. man. Oh my goodness. Gives you get stories goosebumps. like that all the time. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's it, like, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, it's like scream it from the rooftops. Like, like this can help people, you know? And that's why there's more and more medical facilities, uh, coming on board with us all the time is because they're seeing it change their patients lives you know um mm -hmm. and that's like that's fulfilling to us obviously mm -hmm. it's like how often do you get to like work with a company you know and, and we're a for-profit company you know so that you know we're not donating all this stuff but like we're, we're like you're changing people's lives and they're telling you they're calling in you know with tears saying you you saved my life in some cases, I, you saved my life. I'm like, I know Alice has heard that on the phone before from people, you know, not just you changed my life, but like you saved my life. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Like how, yeah. we actually had that? a, I mean, on that note, it's a pretty, pretty heartfelt story. And he's, we're still really good friends with this guy. I mean, we, we talked to him all the time, but we had an issue where there's an individual, uh, three generations of diabetics is, you know, his mother and father's father died. His mother and father died from diabetes. He was a stage two diabetic and he was on dialysis. And if you know nothing about diabetes, when you're on dialysis, it's downhill from there, right? You're actually getting transfusions. Um, and so he, he didn't have a positive outlook. I mean, his mother and father died and he started taking our product and eight months later, he goes at a checkup and the doctor tells him not only is he diabetic free, but all his other health complications are non-existent. And, you know, obviously I'm not trying to claim our product healed diabetes, but I'm simply pointing out the fact that it changed his life. Right. Um, and now this individual is out there competing in professional sports. Wow. You know, it's absolutely. And we hear these all the time. I mean, it, it's, it, we have so many stories about, you know, we, we design the product for very specific kind of use cases of different medical indications, but every week, you know, it's, it's very interesting because on the medical, on the frog fuel side, you typically have a lot of brand loyalty. So in order for somebody to be willing to try your product, either somebody else has to tell them about it, they like it, or they perceive that it works. But on the medical side, it's very different because people on the medical side are looking for a remedy 
right? They're in pain, they're suffering, their lifestyle is affected. And so they're willing to try things to change their lifestyle. And, and the reason I say that is because we've had, we, we've had medical indications that customers have called us about that we didn't develop the product for, that it's changed their life. Um, recently, we've had a lot of customers call us about allergies because uh, it's allergy season, saying that the product is either, they're, they're, they no longer have allergy symptoms or they're greatly reduced. Right. And, you know, it's it, to Aaron's earlier point, too, it'd be nice to be able to claim the product could do all these things. But in reality, we can't. Right. So what happens is typically when we hear about a lot of customers reporting to us that it's helped with this indication, what we try to do is work with a medical facility to conduct an actual study. And then once we conduct the studies, then obviously we can start we can make those claims mm, to dive but, deeper. Exactly. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. That's something else. Well, man, fellas, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. This has been like really cool, you know, to hear like a couple of things. Like I'm always trying to help people become better, whether it's better people or healthier and being having you guys on and then actually creating a partnership with you guys. I'm really looking forward to it, man. I really am. And I'd love to have you guys on the shark effect at another another time. Um, How can how can people reach you guys? Yeah, you know, the best the best place to find us, you know, is um, frogfuel.com. That's the best place to, to go and, you know, find us for the first time. Um, you know, you can find our stuff on Amazon. You know, just go to Amazon, look at look for frog fuel, look for protein gold. That's P-R-O-T gold, um, you know, or you can just go to op2labs.com. Um, yeah, search, you just Google frog fuel. And you'll find us, you'll find, you know, some people that did reviews on YouTube, you know, you'll find our website, you'll find us on Amazon, you'll find us everywhere, you know, and if you can't find us, then send, send Alex Molden here a, a message and he'll, he'll get you in touch with us. <laughs> Don't worry. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're around and we're like, we, we pride ourselves a lot too on, on, on our customer service, you know, like, like Alex was saying earlier, you know, he still answers the phone sometimes. And, you know, one of the reasons for that is, that, you know, like with something that you are putting in your body, it's nice to talk to people sometimes and, and, and get some comfort that like, there's, there's nothing that is going to be wrong with it for you, you know? And so that's why, like, we, you know, we still like, we have a phone number on there, you know, and there's a chance that you'll, you'll talk to Alex or, you know, one of the other founders of the company. And like, you know, it's not uncommon to sit on the phone with them for an hour um, and go through all your questions um, because, um, we know the power that our products can have on people and we're willing to put in the time, you know, cause like changing one person's life is valuable, you know, and like they'll give a packet to someone else and change their lives, you know? So um, find us, call us, talk to us. Like we want to help you. So we're out here. That's cool. Well, gentlemen, I hope to do this again in the future, my man. You guys Alex, are right by me. Thanks Alex. It's sure. great meeting you. Thanks so much, Alex. All right. You guys have a good one. Thank you. You too. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. 
It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for Higher Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking to transition, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever, if you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down, I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you gotta understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.